Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Hello, welcome to Up The Bits, the show all about video games, news, music and culture. And today on the show coming up, we're going to talk about how Next Level Games has acquired Nintendo, a 20-year-old Game Boy peripheral that's just been found somehow, and also our thoughts on Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, my guest today is content creator at Admix Play, Michael Walsh. Say hello. Hello, how are you guys doing? <laughs> so, just to get to know you a bit better because this is my second show and obviously everyone knows me so well, I'm going to ask you a few questions just to prove if you're a real gamer or not. So, uh, first Ooh. of all, uh, what is your favourite game of the moment? Uh, my favourite game at the moment, um, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley again nice. uh, with my friends. Um, I played it, when it ca- not when it came out, like a little bit after it came out on Switch. Um, that's when I first originally started playing it, and I didn't put it down for like twelve hours straight. Um, I was just I was just hooked at the in the game for like for twelve hours. You know, I and, know um, I know a lot of people that are playing Stardew Valley, and personally, I've never played it myself. But my partner, um, he was wanted to get into it, and I just wanted to know. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but from what I've seen of Stardew Valley, it looks like a mixture of Animal Crossing and farmville maybe with a bit of minecraft thrown in there how is that an accurate yeah yeah like if you were to kind of merge all of those games together then yeah it's kind of like that there's a little bit more to it and the reason why i enjoy the game so much is because when i originally first played it i was playing it by myself and now that they've uh, put out the multiplayer part of the game i can play with my friends so when originally you would take a whole season to get one thing done now that you can play with friends you can get all of these um other things done uh, quicker um and there's you know there's a lot more you can do by um with the community center which is like something massive that i really like about the game uh, being a gamer myself i like collecting things so they've added this part in the game where you can you know find pears or bananas or or just different various types of fruit and if you donate it to this community center you unlock different parts of the map and all of these kind of cool things so yeah that's what's really uh grows grabbed me and um, (laughs) yeah that's what's what's grabbed me um that's what's grabbed me and 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 got me back into the game so yeah i'm i'm really enjoying storage valley again nice 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 what is your favorite show at the moment though Okay, so I don't watch loads of shows. Every now and then I would see something on Netflix or, I don't know, um, Amazon Prime, whatever. And I'd be like, oh, that looks cool. Um, But I was on Netflix recently and I saw this show called Alice in Borderlands. Have you watched it? No, on Netflix? Is it something Borderlands related? No, it's... See, when I first saw that, I was like, hold on, there's a whole Borderlands show. Yeah, like Red versus Blue or something. 
Yeah, but it's not actually that. It's a no. it's a Japanese show. I think it's an anime as well. Um, where it's like this really dark show where these um, I don't want to spoil the whole story, but it starts off with these three uh, Japanese guys, just like friends, running around, make, uh, like causing ch- uh, trouble and stuff. Right. And then when they come out of this building where they've they've gone into because they're getting chased by the police, everybody's gone. There's literally no one in Tokyo. Right. And the story spirals. You find out why they're alone. They start meeting new people. And this whole show is based around an evil game show where it's if you if you don't play the game you die nice 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 i'll have to check that out i've never heard of that um I've, but yeah. finally uh who is your favorite musical artist you're listening to at the moment okay so i listen to loads and loads of music but um recently um i've been listening to some korean like hip-hop nice like, nice 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 pop music so um i've been listening to a lot of uh disc um uh, this artist called Off on Off. He's very chill vibe, kind of like slow jammy R and B slash hip hop Korean what? music. Korean R and B. That's crazy. I've never heard it's, of that. It's yeah. It's it's a really really cool style. If you want to just chill out, mellow yourself, listen to some nice uh, instrumentals and 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 really beautiful singing, uh, definitely go and check out Off and Off. Um, Great, fantastic artist. No, wait, you know what? That kind of... Rem- I'm not a huge K-pop fan. I'm like surface level K-pop fan. I love CL, I love 2NE1, that sort of like mm-hmm. surface size, surface level stuff. And I did find out about this band and they were like... There was this... Uh, I think it's two guys and this girl and she's half black, half Korean, I think. And she did a song called Bang Diggy Bang or something like that. That's one of their <laughs> songs. Anyway, that's the closest thing I think of to that. But um, I've asked Michael today to choose two songs. So... Uh, could you tell us these two songs that you've decided to choose and why? Okay, so I know on your show you like to play like game theme music and obviously with this renowned amazing soundtrack from this beautiful game that's been over 10 years now, which is crazy. Um, It is Sweden from Minecraft. Sweden from Minecraft. I personally love C418. I'm so upset his music didn't get into Smash. And then after that, we had uh, the main Halo theme song, which is amazing. Got two great choices. Uh, thank you for those two great choices. Um, no wonder. So first of all, on the show, I want to talk about what games we're looking forward to in 2021. And I want to start off by mentioning Super Mario 3D World. May- a lot of people may not have played this because a lot of people have a lot of people didn't have a Wii U and I'm a huge Nintendo fan and so I obviously wasted my money on a Wii U and I'm paying for it now because I'm buying all my favorite games that I played on the Wii U again on the Switch but you know what Super Mario 3D World is a game that I'm glad that people are going to get to know now it's it's not in the same vein as something like uh, Mario Odyssey or Super Mario Sunshine, it is more, it is a mixture of like one of those 3D platformers with something more akin to like Super Mario, new Super Mario Bros, I think it's called, like some, yeah, generic, probably something like that. some yeah. generic name like that. So it's akin to a mixture of those two kind of games. And um, 
I'm just so happy now more people are going to play Super Mario 3D World. And it is a multiplayer game. And there is an... When you're playing it with friends, you can pick each other up and throw each other off the map. And it is <laughs> it is just as hectic as you think it might be. You yeah. need, this is the kind of game you need to play with friends that you trust. And now with the Switch version, there is online. So I don't know how much you can trust the people that you're next to on the sofa but now you're going to have to trust people that are playing with you online so yeah, um, definitely that's going to be fun <laughs> uh, what games yeah. are you looking forward to this year um i think uh the game that i'm most excited for well i wouldn't say most excited for just just one of the games that just comes to mind is shadow warrior 3 um never heard of it have you even never heard of shadow so yeah. shadow warrior 3 is i played the first one and then I saw the second one, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" And now, uh, and that was actually absolutely incredible. And now that Freeze coming out, um, I want to find out what happens in the story because it was kind of dramatic. The end of number two, it's kind of like a uh, first-person serious slam slash Doom style game. Okay, that sounds interesting. You, and you go around as this Japanese assassin guy who has this um, this sword, right? Um, and this samurai sword, it talks to you as like it's a demon. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like darkness or something or like some sort of yeah darkness. yeah yeah okay and it's it's as insane as you think it is you go around slashing demons heads off and shooting them you can flip them off as well <laughs> um i don't know it's crazy is you you're throwing guns in the air you're going around this incredible terrain and all these different kind of um environments and yeah it's absolutely crazy uh, i just love fast-paced shooting games like that where you can just mindlessly go around and shoot stuff and not give a uh, care in the world. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to Shadow Warrior 3. Nice. You've just literally sold me on it right now. Uh, when is it coming out? Is it on PS5? Or I mean, I haven't got a PS5 myself. Like, literally, <laughs> uh, we'll go into this later on, but I'm waiting till the day that they restock the PS5 because I'm not going to buy a, a £800 PS5. So that's also something I'm looking forward to this year, finally getting a PS5. Yeah, for me, I was lucky lucky enough to actually get um, pre-order one. Oh, you are so lucky. Yeah, because so, I used to work in game. I knew the manager. Same. Oh my God, same. So I, was, I, 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 see, I quickly asked a manager, yo, if... If I send you some money, can you <laughs> can can you just slyly like um, pre-order one of the PS5s oh, to me? That is so lucky. Get... That's so you know. I left game on really bad. <laughs> I left game oh, on no. really bad terms, so like I couldn't do that. What game did you work for? Just out of curiosity. I used to work in one in Wood Green. Wood Green. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I know that game. I know that game. I, I yeah. remember once, I can't remember what I was looking for. It was like a peripheral for a, like the Wii U. or I, th- I, don't, I can't remember what exactly it was, but I remember going on game, the, the website, and typing in this peripheral that I needed. And the only one that was there was Woodgreen. And Woodgreen's quite far for me, so I had to trek uh. all the way to get there. But I used to work in the Woodgreen in uh, Walthamstow. I don't know if you'd know anyone there. Yes, bro. I used to go in there like sometimes. Oh you know? my god! I no. I, I might have I rem- seen you, like working once. Okay, you. So you took my place when I was fired slash left game, and I think um, I think my cousin went into the game in Walthamstow to buy a PS4, and I think he said he must have saw you there, and I think you. I think you honestly. I think you took my place at game when I left. Isn't that hilarious? 
No way. I know. I, I honestly remember, think you did. Because I, I remember. I left I remember in like. Um, I, let me think. I left in 2018. Okay. Okay. So I. So what I originally did was I was a Christmas temp first. Um, I did another place. No, in in Wood Green's one. Okay. And then I did another Christmas temp, and then they offered me a full time after that time, and then I went to go and temporarily work in a couple of shifts in the Wolverhampton one. Oh right. Did... Someone because they were short staffed. Yeah, they were short staffed so because maybe... I was because they fired. Maybe me slash I yeah, maybe that's because. <laughs> You got fired, so I had to cover you. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so, that's so weird. You know what? I think I, I think we might have spoken about this before. I I honestly believe that you have you you were the one that replaced me. But anyway, we'll be back after some music from the Persona soundtrack, which is now on Spotify. So everyone, listen to this, and then after, go on Spotify and listen to this. This is Last Surprise from Persona Five. That was Last Surprise from Persona 5 and also Beneath the Masks from Persona 5. Both of those soundtracks are on Spotify right now. If you're an Apple Music player, I'm sorry. Uh, Spotify all the way. And uh, next up, I want to talk about uh, what other games... Well, now that those are on Spotify, there is a lot of good video game soundtracks on Spotify. I know there's Mass Effect on there. There might be Dragon Age, Assassin's Creed. Uh, there's a lot of good music on there, but... Oh, and Pokemon. There's, I think all the Pokemon soundtrack is on Spotify. And, you know, sometimes they can be hard to find because they're written in Japanese characters. But trust me, if you try hard enough, you will find some of the good video game soundtracks that are on there. But some that are, are, that are not on there, um, I wish that were on there, was uh, Mario. Yeah. Super Mario has some great music. And there's a lot of soundtracks that you can buy on eBay. You can buy on iTunes or whatever. But for now on Spotify, there's just a bunch of covers. And you know, I love a good cover. But, mm. it's, you know, there's something about the original that I, I'm just missing. Is, is there any music you're wishing? I mean, are you a Spotify user? I do use Spotify every now and then. But I also do have Apple Music because oh. I used to be in... I used to be an Apple, I used to have an Apple phone and I still have all of my library from there. So when I switched over to Android, I still got, I still have all my music right. from, from Apple. So I'm like in between both, like I use Spotify on my PC and then for my phone, I still have Apple, Apple music. But um, Pokemon have a huge presence on Spotify. I recommend everyone to go look at all the Pokemon music on there. But my main two that I wish would come to uh, Spotify are Mario and Zelda. And you can tell how much of a Nintendo nerd I am by those two yeah. I didn't even actually know that all of this music was, was on Spotify, to be fair. Like, I would normally just go to YouTube and search it up and just listen to playlists on there. So for it to be on big streaming services, music services like Spotify is fantastic so but yeah i'm yeah. actually gonna go to spotify after this and actually go and check out game music because i didn't even know that was wasn't even know that was a thing i recommend everyone to go check out all the video game music on spotify because there's surprisingly a lot on there and i tell you what even if your official game has not um supported their music on there there'll be a bunch of covers uh but in other yeah. news 
Next Level Games has been acquired by Nintendo. Now, Next Level Games, if you don't know, they're the makers of the games like Mario Strikers Charged, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and Punch-Out on the Wii. They also have done a few Marvel games in the past, but for Nintendo-wise, those are the main ones that I would say that they have made. Um, what do you think of them acquiring a company? I mean, it's crazy. Like Nintendo aren't really the kind to acquire a company. I feel like Xbox have acquired quite a lot, and PlayStation yeah. uh, maybe second behind that. But this is the first time I've ever heard of Nintendo acquiring a company, and this is a Canadian company, so it's not even in Japan. Yeah, this is kind of strange. Um, you wouldn't think Nintendo as needing to acquire a company because they have oh. all of these different sources um and references from those and many other games that you wouldn't if you would think say for example all of the characters in smash all the ones that aren't even part of nintendo's company right um yeah why would they need to acquire but you know um maybe there's something um behind the scenes that we don't know that maybe they're working on um but it is interesting. It is interesting. I, I think this makes complete sense. Like, out of all the companies that Nintendo have worked with, I feel like this is one of the companies that um, are basically Nintendo already. I mean, it doesn't mean much that they've acquired them. They've already made... They're already majority Nintendo makers anyway. But mm. the fact that Nintendo have acquired them, I think this might be one of the first Nintendo companies that aren't in Japan now. So this is a huge step for them. And, like, there are a few other companies out there that I feel like I wish Nintendo would acquire. Let me go into them. So first, there's Alpha Dream. You know the guys who made the Nintendo... Uh, they made the uh, Mario and Luigi RPGs? Like, Mario oh, and Luigi yeah, Superstar okay. and Mario and Luigi Partners in Time. Mario and Luigi Partners in Time is one of my favorite games. I love all of those RPGs. I'm sorry I'm not old enough to be... Uh, 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 what's that... What's that Mario? I think it's called Mario RPG, Super Mario RPG yeah, on yeah. the SNES. I was, I'm not old enough to have experienced that. And like, I don't know who Gino is, sorry. But yeah. uh, Mar the games I grew up with are Mario and Luigi, Partners in Time. And at the moment, actually, I'm playing Superstar Saga on my Game Boy Advance. So wow. I just wish that Nintendo bought alpha dream before it was too late it's obviously too late now and they've they've shut down but also if if they don't uh, if they don't somehow revive that i would also be fine with nintendo acquiring toby fox like the man himself the guy who made undertale <laughs> i know he's not like a company per se but he's worked so closely with nintendo now they they just need to hire him give him his own studio and just make a bunch of funny games he's such a funny guy like all his games are hilarious and i just want and he also he did the theme for the battle tower in pokemon sword and shield and i'm not gonna lie that is probably the best song in pokemon uh sword and shield as a music as a, as a uh, video game music fan that is my favorite song in that game i didn't even know that you know when you asked me uh in the in the beginning oh can you choose two two video game music yeah. to to play in the podcast it just it, it it reminded me I was going through this spiral on YouTube of like video game soundtracks. What do I really like? And I was flicking through. And personally, I haven't actually played Undertale, but I know the music in the game, and they're incredible. All of the music. Um, yeah, it, it it is. I've I Undertale is also another soundtrack that is on Spotify. So go listen to it on Spotify. It's amazing. Um, and he's just one guy. 
and I, I've just loved all his music and he he's worked so closely with Nintendo. I just don't know why he hasn't been bought by them yet, but you know what? Fingers crossed in the future. Um, is that character in Smash or is that just a meme? The the skull guy? He's in... a he's a me costume. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he's a me costume. He's a me costume. Smash. And oh, also you know. they, put, they put Megalovania in Smash as well, if you want to go oh. buy that in smash you do have to pay <laughs> but um anyway we'll be back after some more music now this song i just want to say before uh the next topic we're going to talk about i like to make my music topical on this show and next what we're going to talk about is some game boy news so i was i was scrolling through my itunes and i just found that i have a i buy a lot of soundtrack music and i just get the cd and burn it onto itunes so i've forgotten about how much music i have and i found this really old song and it was in Japanese characters, so I, di- I didn't really even know what it was, so I played it. I liked the sound of it. I, I put it into, I copied and pasted the name into Google, and it was a Game Boy song. And it was, um, I don't know if anyone knows, but there's this assist trophy in S- Smash Brothers. And it's this little kid, and he turns into a frog, or a snake, and he just... There's a, a huge cloud of, like, comedy, very 90s kind of Scooby-Doo kind of animation that happens and your character just gets beaten up in that fog in that cloud and uh this up next is called the frog for whom the bell tolls that was the frog for whom the bell tolls Uh, That's the name of the game, and that is also the title of the song. And also Final Battle Rival from Pokemon Red. And I play those two songs because the next topic we're going to go into is about uh, Game Boy. There's a Digino Gaming video. Digino Gaming is a very famous gaming-related YouTube channel for those of you who have been living under a rock. And they have a video out at the moment, and it's surprising. They have a really old uh, Game Boy peripheral that... People have been trying to find for 28 years. And finally, Did You Know Gaming are the ones who found it. So basically what this peripheral is, it's kind of like a keyboard and a little uh, mouse that you plug into your Game Boy. And it turns it almost into a little mini computer. So back in the 90s, this would have been a, a great idea, but it never actually happened. It was planned. People saw it at... E3, I want to say. I it's, it's not E3, but whatever the 90s equivalent of E3 was. And people have been looking for it for ages, for over 28 years, and no one has found it until Did You Know Gaming have made a video about it, and they managed to find it. And honestly, the best, the best part of this video, I urge everyone to go watch it, is the part where they, they, go, they have a phone call with the guy who has the actual work boy. That's what it's called, a work boy. They had a phone call with the guy who has the work boy and he's suddenly like, oh, if you guys wanted the work boy, like I I can just send you one. I've got it right here. And they're like, what? You have the work boy right here. And this (laughs) it's the craziest thing. I urge everyone to go watch it. 28 years. They've they've been looking for this. Wow. I didn't even know that was that was the thing as well. I mean, it's been lost for like 28 years, so. I've not even been alive that long. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm 27, so maybe I'm close enough to maybe have f- discovered what I was, but 
Yeah, I have no idea. This would have came out a year before you were born. But also, it actually didn't come out. It was uh, room, not rumoured, sorry. It was planned and it made an appearance at a bunch of E3s. And it's funny because in the video, did you know gaming managed to acquire one of them? 2020 was terrible. But, you know, it was good for the work, boy. (laughs) Coming out from from under the ground. Like, hey, guys. (laughs) So I urge you to everyone go watch the Did You Know Gaming uh, video. And just to, you know, they're just a good channel anyway. Now, yeah, I'm gonna watch that. In other news, uh, have you watched the Super Nintendo World Direct? Yeah, I watched um, kind of like, uh, like not really a, a, a summary of a, a video in, in in a video form of what it's about. What What did you think of the from what you saw of the park? I actually, you know, people been. It, when was this even announced? Like the, originally, what was the first? It, it was announced I think quite it a was while announced, ago, right? Like maybe a year or maybe two years ago. Yeah. So, like from the fir- first original announcement, I was I was on board with it straight away. Like everyone's yeah. always wanted to kind of like be in the Mario world, the Mario universe, and right? run around theme in the theme park um, and stuff like that. And working for Nintendo. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Working for Nintendo. Well, you got to explain now. What what is it that you do for them? Oh, so I I I used to be a brand ambassador for them. So I would oh, work right. for them at events. Um, I would basically be the guy that you would see on the booth showing you how to play all of the games and stuff that's coming. You've out. You've done that so, for me, funnily enough. You've actually done that for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm mad. Wait, I'm mad. Yeah, for sure. I I remember, like, I was lining up, I saw you dancing at the front, and I can't remember what game it was, but you've definitely shown me how to play one of the Nintendo games that haven't been out yet. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I've I've showed thousands of people how to play various games, but uh, the ones that always get me are the ones that make you have to move around, because having to stand up next to a kiosk all day over (laughs) and over again, it does get straining, so if it's, like, active games, then I'm all for it, but yeah, when I first originally saw this and I saw the video for the Super Nintendo World, um, I was super excited, and it looks cool. From what from what I've seen of the direct, there was a Nintendo direct about the world, about the Nintendo World, Super Nintendo World. It does look really small. I it looked amazing. It looked great, and everything's perfect. But I did keep thinking, this looks really small. And the thing yeah. is, the smaller it is, the longer you're going to have to line up to get into. It's not like Disneyland where it's like a huge open area. It looked really small. Yeah, it does look quite small. Obviously, sorry. Obviously, like with going to Disneyland and Fort Park and all those massive places, um, like you said, if you're going to have to queue up for an hour to get on a ride and there's only like five rides in the whole theme park, um, I, did did they say how many rides there is in in the theme park? So I there's there's a there's an official website where you can go on and you can there's kind of like a top down view of the of the whole park. It looks mm-hmm. it doesn't look like there's that many. It really doesn't. Yeah, that that's actually quite a shame. I I, I suppose it depends on how much you're paid to go in. Yeah, in yeah, that's I true. Don't, 
it does look quite small yeah i'm looking at it again so now for now they have plans to make a nintendo world in california orlando singapore and then also the one they already have in japan any games journalists out there looking to hire someone for freelance to go out and visit it i'm your guy <laughs> But for now, you know, it does look really small. And from the direct, because it's obviously a video, it looked amazing. And it looked, I, I was shocked because it was just that good. But then after, I did have to like try and calm down and think, you know what, it is It is really small. And I remember when I went to Legoland, I went to Legoland a few years ago. And there was a, a Mario Kart. It, it wasn't Mario affiliated. It was like a Lego Kart sort of uh, mm. ride slash experience and what happened was you line up to go to this thing you step inside and there's about eight of you so it's like eight at a time and you could be partnered with your friends you could be partnered with random people but it's usually eight at a time and we got in there and like my mum was there it was me my mum my sister my friend and his sister and some random others and what you have to do is you you go into a room and there's a screen and it starts speaking to you there's a lego guy on it and he's like oh now you need to go make your car and you have to go and make your car everyone has a screen each and you make your car i felt so sorry for my mum because she was probably like what what is this what i don't know what's <laughs> happening so we were all making our cars and i was trying to help my mum make her car whatever then you move to the next room this is in real life by the way you move to the next room in real life and you sit into like an arcade machine that has a steering wheel and the mm. car that you made previously in the previous room you're now in VR and you're facing all your friends that friends or random people that you were in the previous room with and you know what my mum actually came second there was like eight of us no way and my mum somehow came second i think because you Crazy. know she's used to driving a real car it was more it was like half mario kart half real driving and it was the weirdest thing but my point is, in this Nintendo World Mario Kart ride, it was more of a roller. Co it looks like from if you go on the website, it's a roller coaster. It's like uh, a cart that four people can get into, and you know, you, there's no, you have no control over it, and it just it's just a roller coaster. That's that sounds quite boring. Not gonna lie. <laughs> As much of a, of a massive Nintendo fan as I am, if you want to go to a Nintendo themed or uh, Mario themed park and not experience Mario Kart as you know it, you know, like a bumper cars kind of thing or like a go kart style kind of thing, right. even the thing that they have in Japan itself where you can dress up as Mario characters and ride around in the streets of Tokyo in mean. little mini carts, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even stuff like that that makes you feel like you're driving around in an actual Mario Kart throwing bananas at people, like bringing that experience and making turning that into a reality. That sounds like of an actual experience I will go and pay to, you know have a theme park i tell you what in their defense the only thing i could think of as to why um a, a roller coaster might be better than just like you know a normal go-kart sort of thing is because nowadays uh mario kart 8 on the wii u and the mario kart on the switch there's a lot of this like topsy-turvy anti-gravity sort of stuff where you go upside mm -hmm. down and you stick to the floor and you do all these crazy turns that is the only reason why i feel like 
a roller coaster might make more sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes um, that does make that's that, a good point. I only that is I hope that is the reason. If not, if it's just a rubbish little normal roller coaster, I mean, I'll be very disappointed. I mean, I'm definitely going once I save enough save up enough money. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's all I've got for Mario Kart. I mean, uh, Super Nintendo World. Now this is Bowser's Lava Lake Keep from Super Mario 3D World. Lava Lake Keep from Super Mario 3D World and also Super Mario 3D World's theme from Super Mario 3D World. So a lot of Super Mario 3D World. But I only play that because I literally honestly hope that is the music that they play when I walk into Super Nintendo land. Um, but in other news, enough of the Nintendo stuff. Cyberpunk. We can't have a, a monthly video games show without talking about Cyberpunk. Uh, mm. I've played Cyberpunk. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on Cyberpunk? Oh. <laughs> I would, <laughs> that I would, says it all. Uh, that one size no, says it all. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I'll be, I'll be honest. Um, I'm, I'm actually enjoying Cyberpunk as much of it is a buggy mess, and there's loads of random stuff flying in the air as you're just walking down the street. I'm enjoying it. The story is good. Um, it compelled and. Um, really passionate towards the characters. I find myself uh, making choices I wouldn't normally make. Um, and that's all you want from a game. Um, so yeah, I am enjoying it, but I feel like I'm going to wait. I played it up until a certain point where I thought, okay, I'm getting too deep into the story now and I need to go off and like do side missions or just go around and cause trouble. I, I, um, I know exactly what you mean. Like, If, if it wasn't for the fact that I... I know I'm going to get a PS5 in the future. If I wasn't invested into next gen, I would have uh, got the refund that they were offering out. So they were Ooh. offering a refund. And if it wasn't for the fact that I knew that I was going to get a PS5, I would have I would have accepted that refund because... Really? It, I tell you what, it wasn't unplayable. It wasn't unplayable at all. I could still play it and I can still have fun with it. But there's something about a game where... I feel more immersed in the world and I feel like I can trust the game a bit more and I feel like I'm more connected to the game if I know that it's not gonna treat me like rubbish if I know it's not especially for a new game that someone's trying to learn if you're trying to learn a new game you're trying to figure out what button does what maybe I'm just a rubbish gamer but there (laughs) were a lot of glitches and a lot of like I, I remember there was a glitch when I was trying to learn all the buttons of the game. And whenever I was double jumping, it would slowly send my character into the air further and further. And I was like, why is my guy floating? And there's just a lot of stuff like that where whenever a new thing is being introduced to me, I don't know whether to trust it or not. And it, oh, that, it, it was that sense of disconnect that just made me really not trust the game. Yeah, I mean, with... Big game titles like these where people have been literally waiting. How many years people waiting for this? Yeah, yeah. People Seven, eight years, right? Damn. So, 
for a game to come out which they've been working on for so long and it to still be the buggy mess that it is is it is quite bad for the fans but then again like you think back to games like Skyrim which when Skyrim came out what a total mess that was it's it's kind of normal for big games but to to do this so there is kind of like this 50 side 50 50 side of things where you're either on it and you're really um butthurt and untrusted yeah. about yeah. the game or you're just like you know what the bugs make it quite funny actually and <laughs> even though it's um annoying sometimes and the game constantly crashes whenever i get in my car um i'm still enjoying it so you know I'm on either side. You know, I, I think I'm literally Sweden. I'm literally on the fence because yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that I was getting a PS5 in the future, fingers crossed, hopefully soon, mm. I would have traded this game in so quickly. But because I, I because I know that, you know, this game was probably made more for the PS5 than the PS4, which is what I'm mm. playing it on. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to carry on playing it slowly. Like, you know, I'm not always dying to play Cyberpunk, but I know if I had a PS5, I would be. Yeah, I find I find myself like I said, I got to a certain point in the story, and I'm like, you know what? I actually kind of want to experience the rest of the story, the way I feel like it's supposed to. So I'm gonna wait a while for them to like fix it, patch it a bit more, and then I'll jump back into Cyberpunk and and experience it without without all the crashes, which no one really knows how long that'll be until they actually do fix all the bugs. <laughs> but you know, hopefully, when I do jump back into Cyberpunk, it'll be better than when I first started playing Cyberpunk. And I tell you what, they don't, I, I, so I'm at quite an early stage of the game. I'm at the stage where, spoiler alert, um, there's... A, the thing is, with Cyberpunk, they introduce all of these big-name characters, and they're like, oh, my God, is that blah, 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 blah? And I'm like, I don't know who that is. And they just try... They try and make a big deal about these in-game celebrities. But the thing is, with something like an in-game celebrity it just comes across really cringy like oh do you know asura apatawata or so like made some made up weird name and i'm just like no i don't know who that is and it's no. just really cringy to try and be like okay this is a famous person okay they've just died now okay like it, it's diff it's so difficult for me to try and believe not only when they're trying to make up their own like law and continuity but when the game is so glitchy you're like what like <laughs> why should i believe that this person is famous if this npc can't even stand on the floor do you know what, exactly, I, mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean but yeah you know what i will push through it and i i'm not i don't think it's a bad enough game for me to trade it in which is what that i tell you what for a lot of people that aren't enjoying it i'm glad that they have a trade-in sort of uh, system and you know it makes a lot of sense it, it's probably bad on their part but you know at least they know that they've messed up a little bit yeah yeah i feel like they they know what they need to do and they just gotta go and fix it but with that said that is the end of the show today thank you michael no for, for coming to join me i've had a lot of fun i hope you have too yeah, yeah, it's been a pleasure. I've uh, been looking forward to jumping on this show. And I, any opportunity for me to talk about games with with my friends and other people, I'm down for it. So, yeah. Just before we go, uh, where can people find you? What uh, kind of stuff do you want to tag, Link? Um, if you guys want to go and check out our YouTube channel, it's at Admix Play. Um, I do gameplay videos, game reviews, 
all of gaming stuff, uh, uh, indie dev kind of style stuff and all that. So go and subscribe to me over there. Um, and yeah, I'm at underscore croc on all socials. C-R-O-C. I would recommend all of you to do so. And I am on Twitter at Maheen underscore Machine. And we're going to leave you now. Now, because we all appreciate the Persona soundtrack now coming on uh, Spotify. This is Layer Cake from Persona 5. And I'll see you in a month's time for another Up The Bit. Thank you, Michael, for joining me. Uh, no worries. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.